and we're live. This is Death Piles and Taxes, podcast on the interweb about selling such things as items on eBay or doing your taxes. I like the items on eBay. My name is Derek D. Roy Everett, and across the desk from me is Mr. Taxman himself. Adam Beasley. No. Puns and needed? Nothing needed. I don't know. I'm just feeling good, Adam. I'm back from a... From a weekend in Vegas, the old uh, Vegas vacation did a body good, and I'm, I'm feeling like a million bucks. I'm just trying to breathe. I just had to scarf down my lunch slash dinner slash whatever you want to call it, midnight snack. Hey, we're doing pretty good with this uh, golden ticket promotion thing that we're doing, the stickers and, and winning the, uh, the T-shirt. But I'm thinking next time I'll just uh, auction off a seat to sit by me and just stare and watch you eat. Because that was well, that was what I did, and we just, I just got to sit here and watch you eat. I did it pretty quick. There might be somebody, you know, that thinks that's an opportunity worth having. Hey, you know, we just sold fish filters today, so people will do anything. A fish filter, huh? Yeah. We, you know, we listened to your advice, bought some weird random things down the clearance aisle at Walmart, and we sold three packs of fish filters today. I'm also thinking, you know, I could do a course or, or a book or something, or I could just tell you, if you listen to me and take my advice... Once you make your first thousand, I want ten percent thereafter, right? I mean, that's worth it. Asking for your tithes and offerings. Oh, I'll go five percent. I'm not quite that good. Oh, well, after tax, after- or twenty-five percent, whatever you feel. I'm one of those. Whatever you feel's cool. We're cool, bro. I don't know. Well, you are a good man. I said it's been a little while. You had to, you know, go spend your uh, time in Vegas, which I'm jealous. Let's wish you could have been there. And you come back like Santa Claus. I'm on Derek Three Bags here is what they call me. <laughs> Derek Three Bag. He's got more stuff than he knows what to do with. I got this black bag, which I said if you had any clients in here, I, I said I had some uh, different items for you. But, you know, you never know what's in a black bag, Adam. <laughs> is that your uh, California brownie you got for me? So this is uh, this is for the kids. This is for your kids. Oh, boy. Oh boy. I'm, uh, I'm bringing gifts. Woo. That's a lot of ball cards right there. So I figured that'd keep them busy for a little while. Those look like Phil specials. They're Phil specials. They've been pre uh, wow previewed, but I tried to put them back in the pack so I could have a little fun. That's ripping some wax right there. Uh, I went through and took everything I wanted, but there's still a lot that uh, didn't really interest me, but might interest them. Also, you know, good cards come through the cracks. I miss things, so there you go. Who you got there? Carl Mecklenburg. There and we just saw we just saw a signed jersey. There, the you, there you have it. So that was kind um, of top pack right there. There might be some good things in there. I just took what I wanted and uh, wow. put back the rest. But kids are going to be happy. Um, here's another thing that happened. So I haven't shown you this yet. Our uh, our shirts are here. So if you're on the shirt uh, list, your shirts are on their way. But uh, give you your first peek at one. Wow, I I really like that. I think they turned out pretty good. Podcast. Well, look at that, man. So, um, Death Piles and Taxes podcast, uh, T-shirt, if you want to get one of your own, uh, go over and review us if you're a five-star. That's really nice. That's impressive. Or subscribe to us. Um, we talk about it a little more. But this week's winner, I uh, got it right here since I just sent myself a delivery of uh, mail fee. So, who won it this week, Adam? Uh, it looks like it says Brian. So, that's uh, old Brian won the t-shirt this week. So, congr- program, Brian. Yeah, congratulations, Brian. Uh, your sticker's in there. I may or may not know if you're a golden ticket winner and or who is because we only have three golden tickets remaining of our five. Wow. So, 
If you uh, got a sticker, check your mailbox. You uh, very well may be a winner. Man, that's going well, too. You know what you're doing, man. Uh, so I got a few things. I, I got a little something extra in there. I'll, I'll bring it out a little later for you. Wow, you got to make you wait, I guess. My, good, my Goodwill bag. You know it's a good time when you go to the Goodwill and they have to get that extra big bag. That is the large bag. I say, hey, I was over in the Husky section. This clothing is going to add up to some poundage. You got a bigger bag because they won't double bag it. That just costs them some money. They don't, you have to buy bags when you go to save, Savers. I know. I was there this weekend, so down in, and in Vegas. I guess we'll just go down this path a little bit. Um, you know, we were having a good time. We were relaxing and having fun, but then there came the time where I said, yeah, we got to go over to Savers. we got to go do some thrifting. we got to make this a little tax deductible. So I like it. Went to, and Vegas is a great place to thrift. There's good stuff in Vegas. And here's the reason why. A lot of people move to Vegas with dreams and aspirations. Younger kids, usually. They pack up the minivan or whatever, and they go there, and they get their apartment, and they're going to be in show business, or they're going to be, you know, something cool, right? Or, you know, part of the shows on the strip, a circus of whatever. Dancer. And so, or dancer. <laughs> Dancers get a lot of money to buy things. Or these circus of type people, the performers, they just buy a lot of stuff for their shows and whatever. And then comes, you know, about... Six to 12 months when it just isn't cutting it, Vegas isn't for them, and they move home. Well, what happens is they take all this crap to the thrift stores and donate it because they're not going to haul. The, the mini van that mom brought them out in isn't what they're going home in necessarily. They pawned it. Well, they didn't even pawn it. They got dropped off, and they're taking the Greyhound. And in the Greyhound, you can only fit your, uh, you know, your hobo yeah. bag. Yeah. Have you ever ridden the Greyhound? You know, I haven't. We were coming back up, and there was a, uh, a bus... I can't remember the name of it, but my wife looked into it because you could go to Vegas on it from Salt Lake for like $20. It was something crazy cheap. Uh, so did you do it? I was in a car as we passed them. But you never in a Greyhound bus? No. I have. Well, tell me about it, my friend. This is total. I, I rode a Greyhound bus from Nephi, Utah to Las Vegas. And how many uh, hours did that take? Now that I think about it. I wasn't even 16. I think I might have been 14. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, okay. So, I'm, I'm friends with you because you were friends. So, I'm originally from Nephi. I think everyone kind of knows that that's been listening to the show. And you're basically from Nephi because you married a girl that went to high school with all of us there. Correct. But you didn't move up to Utah until your college years. Found green, man. So, how are you in Nephi, Utah at 14 to ride the, the uh, Greyhound to Las Vegas? How did this all work out? Best friend growing up, lived in Nevada, and then his family moved to Fountain Green. I'd come up for the summer, he'd go down there and ride back and forth, and got a ride up with his dad and, and stayed for a week or so, and then took the Greyhound home. So there's a good chance that we saw you and probably threw rocks or made some slurs towards you or something. Well, it was right in front of the Honda shop, so you probably did see me. I probably said, who's that new kid here trying to steal all of our women's? I'm sure that's and by the time we by the time we went and rounded everyone up, you'd been on that Greyhound bus and headed home. But I saw you hoodlums coming. I said, "I gotta get out of here." How uh, how long and how much did that cost? I don't remember. In a long time, everything was fine. Like, you know, whatever. But Greyhound station in downtown Las Vegas, yeah, a little sketchy. A little sketchy. A little sketchy. I had a had an uncle who was kind of a transient for uh, most of his life. I was definitely one. No, no. You always go with the ones you know. You don't know the ones you don't know. But um, he he lived in Florida, where I know your father dwells. And uh, 
he took a greyhound from Las Vegas to Florida. Not, I mean, too many years ago. It's a long ways, and that was kind of how he traveled about. And that's uh, at some time I'd like to do something like that. Probably more of a train, but the bus. This uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was cheaper, and it was like it. Oh, what was it? It was like Flex or something. Flix. Flix, because my wife said, you think they watch movies on that bus? right?" And so we did some Googling, and it was cheap, so I don't know. I don't know what happens on that bus, but it looked a little better than the Greyhound, but still, if you're stopping every small town along the way, that's going to take you a long time to get there. It took a long time, and, and uh, that's how I've gotten to Vegas once before, but that's not what we're talking about. I don't know how we get derailed. I don't know how we, we get derailed, and we get derailed early, but... Uh, so, so yeah, so go to the Savers, and... You know, I'm finding some pretty good stuff. Some of the prices were a bit high. Uh, we were over on the, what would be, southwest side of, of it was in Summerland. So it was a little oh, more yeah. upscaled area. The rich, you over where Cousin T-Dub lives. Over in, in T-Dub's hood. But I've been to the, there's a couple bins in Vegas. I've been to a lot of their stores in Vegas and always had some good success. Um, even like Henderson Way. I found some old wrestling shirts there when I first started. That I had no clue Ooh. what I could get for them, and I totally undersold them. Yes, but muscles. anyways, and Vegas is good because you have a lot of concerts and shows that come through. You do, and a lot of those shirts just end up getting donated. Oh, I never thought about that. I got some questionable shirts. I'll have to tell you a little bit off the air. My wife, I always have her look at them. She's like, I don't know if you can sell that. I'm like, Oh, Adam, we've worked in high school. It's fine. It's fine. So, it's just... Uh, That's a low bar. That's well, there's... It's, bar. I mean, there's just... There's all sorts of people. So, that's nice when you're in cities that have diversity and you have a lot of different things to look at. And Vegas is that. A lot of things to look at. A lot, a lot of things, if you catch my drift. So, it was a great trip, though. And I guess I'll just get into it. I was going to say this a little longer, but there got to be a time where I said to my wife, Have you ever been to Prump? Oh, oh, don't say it ain't so, Joe. And she said, no. I said, oh, we got to go to Perump. I'm like, we're only an hour from there. Wow. So we went down and had us some good ice cream, and I said, how oh, we're going? Because we were already on that side of town. It's true. It's only about 45 minutes from there. So I put her on the old GPS. Oh, wow. And I said, look up and see what kind of thrift stores there are in Perump, Nevada. Jeez. Oh, and there was like this big old list. I'm like, oh man, we're gonna do oh. good. Oh, I was excited. So I, I, I put the pedal down and we go to Prump. And I can't remember the name of the place I was going. It's like Sherry's uh, used clothing hut or something like that. Uh-oh. But it ended up being a goodwill. I think they've been merged. And so while I was there, I got you. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Oh jeez. This is this is all new to me. Oh man, this is like very good Christmas here. Uh, I, I picked you up a little something. <laughs> I was trying to find your childhood home, but I didn't want to ruin this oh. surprise. Wow, the P-Town orange shirt, man. Uh, That's a good-looking shirt. That is, that is a great shirt. And you can go hunting in it. <laughs> next time, Painter invites me up for a husky section looking at deer tracks or hunting bear. I think next time we go out of town on a boys' trip, I mean... You, you got to represent. Wow. wow. I kind of want to hang that up in here. Oh, you can. It's your, it's your office. This is a good-looking shirt. That's a great-looking orange shirt for rump on it. Wow. So I so we went out, and uh, let me bring it out. So we went to the Goodwill and Perump. Right, why don't you snap a little picture of that? That's how pretty. Okay, let me, uh, 
because this will be on the this will be on the Facebook page. I'm trying to post a little bit more. That's a good looking shirt. That's good on you too. Uh, your wife's gonna be happy with me when she sees that. Oh, I'm sure she will. She can just tell her she can just thank me. So we were out there and and, and uh, we went to the Goodwill, and I'll tell you what. The Goodwill Imperump, have you ever been there? It was the one right behind the Smiths. Or no, it was right behind Walmart. No, there might be two then. There's this was like on the north-ish side of town, north east corner kind of? I don't know. I can show you the address later. It's been a years. We go in there, and you know you're in for a good time when you see there's a lady with purple hair and a top hat on. And I said, this Adam Beasley is the pride of Trump, Nevada. You... I could have went in there and said I knew you I'd been mayor status. I'm like, this guy, not only did he come from here, but he's, he's out doing big things. He's got a podcast. He's running his own business. He's a successful man. But this lady was, was I just thought, this isn't great. I'm sorry I've said some mean things about Trump in the past. I'm like, this is just a good, fun place. Can I tell you something, Bane? You go for it. I may have been trying to bait you there. <laughs> You've baited me a couple times this week. I haven't been... I've been hooked. I've been a little touchy. Had nothing, you know. This is really a vain ambition of mine. I've always wanted to give back to the community because it's it, it's a rough place. It just is, and um, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for kids like me. What I mean by that, kids like I'm not was not book smart at all. Um, I've always wanted to give back so that I could give scholarships to kids like me who don't uh, really want to um, necessarily take the conventional route. So one day, I hope that that really is something so that I can have kids there apply for a scholarship and I can, you know, get a couple, you know, maybe $1,000. That, that, that's my one of my life goals. See, that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Adam Beasley Memorial Scholarship. So anyways, the Prump Goodwill had some of the best prices, bar none, that I have seen at a thrift store in a long time, and I loaded up a cart. I loaded it up. I had an arena football signed by Vegas people and just all sorts of, like, mainly, mainly T-shirts, but good condition. And I got the big bag. The lady that was scanning me got a little upset because it wasn't scanned right. I think she threw three or four shirts in for free. And uh, I'm now a member of the, the VIP club there. They took my name and phone number, and it was great, man. So... Uh, we were taking some pictures, and I was going to send you that. I said, no, I want to surprise him on the pod uh, show. And I may have took my wife on a more uh, a tour. We found Art Bell's house. Love you know, that. I like that. I know where Art Bell's place is. And we, we went and saw some of uh, the ladies of the uh, the professional ladies, where they worked. There you go. Big signs that said women were welcome and whatnot. And showed my wife. You know, I said, when Adam was at school, this was on career day. This was an option for the gals in his class. But... She may or may not believe that. <laughs> but she's like, well, what's the pizza place that he used to work at? I said, I don't know. And I couldn't find Ace Hardware. Is it not there anymore? It's been closed. Okay. And I wanted to find your house. Okay. And so I'm like doing all my Google stuff. I could only find a P.O. Box. P.O. Box 970-972. And so I didn't. That's the one I live at now. No, it was, uh, it was four digits. I think it's, I, it's been a while. I could look it up. I had it. Okay. I couldn't find it. My, my wife's like, well, should we, should we text his mom? I'm like, no. I'm like, well, I can send it to him, but I wanted to surprise you. And I said, just look at the houses around here. This is kind of probably the neighborhood. Whatever. I didn't want to. Did you go by the trailer hood? 
there was a lot of trailer hood in <laughs> There's probably more trailer hood than just regular housing. If there's ever a tornado in the West, <laughs> you know how they find that one guy? And it's, it's aiming for that town. I guarantee I'd know who it was. <laughs> so so I, I wanted to surprise you, so I was wow. going to go, because I thought if I could figure it out and get my picture in front of your childhood home, wow. that would have been the best. But I'll be putting some of our pictures up on the... Wow. On the uh, I don't know if it'll be Instagram, Facebook, where it will be, but the P town. The P town. But we had an enjoyable time. Yeah. It was really nice. They had some great. Like honestly, I know uh, our friend Bill was actually down in Vegas when I was there. Hundred dollar bill was. He was. I he saw. Was coming him. in Saturday. I saw. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's coming in to get a little taxi. Well, I saw that he was down that way, but he's actually thinking about going and, and moving out there because he likes the dirt bike. And I was, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Maybe you drop that gem and say, you know what, Bill. The thrifting's good. The thrift that was the thing. The thrift store was like way cheap, and they had plenty of items. So maybe I just timed it right. Maybe it was just meant to be. Thrifting is hot in pretty town. It's starting to get dark, and I said to my wife, "You know, we're only uh, sixty miles from uh, Rachel, Nevada." No, I didn't say Rachel. We were a hundred miles from Rachel, Nevada. I said from from uh, Death Valley. Okay. And she goes, well, can we go there? And I said, well, it's going to be dark by the time we get there. And she said, why did you tell me? I said, I just wanted to know where you are in relation to things. And then uh, I said, you know, Rachel Nevada is like 100 miles, but we're not going to go there tonight. It'll be cool tonight. I said, you haven't been driving all day to get here. That's right. And I said, we're getting out for We're getting back to, uh, back to the hotel. Civilization. Well, this was... This was actually Valentine's. That's what I did on Valentine's. Wow. You are a very romantic. We went to the, the crab buffet that night. So oh. I was like, we got to get back for that crab buffet. Oh. If you win a golden ticket, I know eBay Open is not in Vegas this year, but there's a good chance that me and Adam will be in Vegas at some point this year. A crab buffet with us is something to behold. We can punish them. That's um, that, that is my weak point. I love me some crab. So... Especially the ones that are cut in half, because then it's like the work's all done for it. You need to just throw it down. Yeah, so... I, mean, I, like, I, I like the full one, because I like to work for it, too, but it sounds like you had a great trip. Oh, man, yeah. We, the Art Bell, I don't know why that was such a treat for me. I had some uh, rolled ice cream. You ever done the rolled ice cream? I don't believe I... Is this like... My only rolled ice cream is when it fell on the ground, and you got all the stuff, you got to roll it off. And I don't know how they did it, but they had this the spot that I knew they had the... Uh, the ice cream burrito, they call it, where they put a base of cotton candy down, and then they put in your scoops of ice cream, and then with that, they put your toppings on it and roll it up and cut it. So I thought, well, i got to try that. But then when I got there, I got seeing some of their other menu items, and somehow, I don't know how they do it, but they put out flat surface. It's almost like where they mix it in, but I think they make it and freeze it, and they roll it. It was so good, man. It was, it was a two-lactate pill day. Two-pill day. And even that might not have done the trick, but worth it. It was worth it. Well, it sounds like you had an enjoyable time. You want to know what I've been doing since you bring on? Enlighten me, my friend. I've been working. I've been doing tax returns like crazy. Um, I will share a special story. I was hoping you'd have one. I know tax season's usually good story season. A great story. Wonderful couple. Um, 90 and 89 years old. They've been married for 70 years. Wow. Great little couple came in. I mean, they, they walked here. You know, we're living, you can walk up some stairs to their building. Great shape. Wonderful. Do you know what they had on their taxes? I'm hoping you say they were reselling stuff. What? Had a W2G with about $2,500 in gambling winnings from Wendover, Nevada. 
Twenty-five hundred. Yes. Ooh, they're kind of my kind of people. So they had to they had to file their taxes because they wanted <laughs> enough money that they had to file taxes. Did you Did you help them out? Oh, absolutely. It was good. To, I mean, this is the thing. I think that there's this. I know that there's this huge generational gap. If you think about somebody who is ninety years old, okay, ninety years. They were born in nineteen thirty. Like indoor bathroom that 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 was did not exist. You know, it's like what Cleveland was six months ago. Okay, Adam said that, not Derek. Cleveland, Utah. I might agree with him, but Adam said that, not Derek. Uh, I mean, Adam Beasley at AdamLoveAccounting.com. <laughs> um, Telephones were pretty much, you know, they came in time, but not when they were, you know, first born. Televisions were, were not even thought of. Um, there were so many things like, he was talking about downtown Payson here. They had the boardwalk. The boardwalk listed because they didn't have concrete. They had boards that you would walk on. Down at the boardwalk. He was upset because he lost a nickel and he never got it back. Um, uh, I think he got back in Wendover this year, it sounds like. <laughs> But we, we talk about all these things. I mean, if you would have told somebody, even when he was, you know, 15 years old in 1945, I mean, he lived the Great Depression. You know, he lived through World War II. If you would have said, hey, there's this crazy thing. I mean, radio was huge back then. Like, that's the only thing they had. But then it's like, well, in this many years, pretty much radio is going to be back what it is because that's what podcasts are. Well, even radio, but the radio, AM, sketchy, tune in, hope you, you know, hold yeah. it just right to hear your favorite song come on the radio and or the program at, you know, 7.30 at night when Buffalo Bob or whoever would come on. Annie Oakley. And the Howdy Doody show. was Howdy Doody was a ventriloquist doll, a ventriloquist act, but they had a radio show for that. How's that work? I mean, that's like me and you. Very good. <laughs> Apparently paid the bills. Which one's the dummy? Uh, yeah, it depends on the day. I'm sure our listeners <laughs> would put money on both of us, and they wouldn't be wrong. So, no, that's awesome, man. So I mean, it was a really cool thing. It just it put you back, and you know, computers didn't like so many things that we take for granted now. Like they they weren't even thought of. So life was a lot simpler back then. Well, and it's this whole barrier to entry thing. I know we're always saying the harping on it, but. Of course, when I got down there, I surprised my wife and took her to the Aerosmith concert. I said it was too expensive on the air because things were doing good. So uh, we decided, I said, I'm not driving down to the Strip because that's just a headache. Uber? Uber. It's like like getting to be Grand Central Station slash Times Square down there, right? And so I said, but we're not going to Uber all the way from where we're at. I'm going to drive to the Palms because I know I can park there for free. And then I'm just going to pay to be Ubered across the freeway. And you have them drop us off right in front of the venue. Smart man. And then I'll, you know, after the concert, I'll bring us back here. So instead of paying $40 or whatever, we're paying like 14 or however it worked out. So we go over there, get, got picked up. The first lady that picked us up was, uh, was a nice gal, but she was a little chatty. We, we were in an Uber share or Lyft share or whatever. So there's another guy in there with us. <laughs> and my wife doesn't do a lot of ride shares because no need to. And... I'm Chatty Cathy because now I'm a little prumpy guy because I'm like, eh, let's talk to him. So I got her telling me about all sorts of things, how you got a ski resort out if you go west of town this way and if you do this and that. Oh, we can. I said, I've done a lot of things around here, but there's always things you can learn. And um, she was just telling us about the Raiders Stadium. Yeah. Have you seen that? 
I, I saw it a couple months ago and I was down there. didn't really get it. It's all black. Uh, it's like that matte black. It's, it's pretty, it, it looks awesome. I'm not a Raiders guy, but it looks pretty cool. I was going to hold off, but, you know, I'll get you, I got a little, little something, something on maybe uh, brewing if the boys want to do it. All right, we'll, we'll hold it off for a minute. I don't want you to put all your cards out, but we went. It was a great concert. I saw Aerosmith. It was like my first concert. And uh, I looked up 1998, where uh, Clint Painter, who was Mike Painter of the Husky section's elder brother, who we'd called Dad, and he wasn't that much older than us, so bless his heart for taking us, right? We were little turd blossoms. But anyways, uh, went back with my wife. It was just a great time, kind of nostalgic, and we, uh, we played, there was the horse derby game, and so we had just a great time, but uh, then on the Uber back, the guy was a little saltier, and he didn't want to talk, and uh, and so I was like, do you like this? Do you like, you know, the side hustles kind of stuff? No. What, do you just need money? <laughs> he just kind of looks at me. I'm like, okay, I'm done talking. <laughs> I don't want to get murdered, right? <laughs> so, uh, but one of the things, it wasn't Lyft because it said, uh, driverless cars are available in this market, Ooh. and if you click, you'd be in the pool. So potentially, a car without a person would pick this up. How crazy is that? That's going. That's where I was leading with this whole future side hustle thing. Is they didn't even have cars to now. A car will pick you up without a driver and drive you somewhere. I don't know if I trust that. Ah, uh, you know, you figure a lot of these Uber drivers. After we went on that Starship ride, I'm just like, you know, it's probably safer than most humans. Yeah, you put a lot of trust in you put a lot of trust in people. That's true. People make a lot of mistakes or get inebriated and what have you. So I don't know. I figure it's a good lawsuit nonetheless. Man, it sounds like you had a great time in Vegas. And you went to P Town. I if I would have told you I don't know if you would have gained a little more respect for me or you thought less of me as a human being if I would have told you where our first house was. I just uh, well you, we talked about it in the old episode and stuff, but I just I wanted to surprise you with a picture, but I, I was like, I found the PO, I found the, the post office trailer, uh -huh. and <laughs> I didn't go inside. We just drove by. But no, it was it was uh, they had a Maverick in front. You know, I love Maverick. Uh, all of these things are, are long since when I was there. They had a, a few dispensaries, and uh, you know, I, I love Art Bell, so that was a highlight for me. It was finding the uh, Antana house, because apparently he's wiped himself clean from the internet before his departure, so yes. I thought, well, it's not going to be too hard to figure this out, because he had a radio station, so drove and saw the Antanas and stuff, and said, ah, this is the place. Yeah, I had, had a friend that lived just down the road, and out uh, there, you were, out, you were out to the dry lake bed area. I was, I was telling Holly some of your adventures on that lake bed. And you would have kept get going going down that road, a little past where the, uh, the, the, the women work at, um, you don't want to go digging because you're going to find some things that the mob put there you don't want to find. Yeah, there was uh, where the women work. There's things in there I didn't want to find, so we just uh, we just boogied on home. But man, it sounds like you had a great time. I did, and and the key of it is, and I know we went all over, but I made it a trip where I went thrifting and I found that awesome shirt for you. But I also came home with you know a good size of trunk worth of things. I told Holly I wanted to go pick card shop. Didn't make it to one. We just ran out of time, but. Uh, there's there's opportunities everywhere, and there's, you know, there's just things. Like, everywhere has got, I know we talk about what's in your area, get what you can do in your area, but there's some places that are just so vast and so many opportunities that it's just amazing. I know it sounds crazy. That's the thing. When you talk to people about it, you're like, okay, yeah, whatever, Steve. Um, going on vacation and actually 
while you're there making it uh, an event with your family to go find stuff, it's actually extremely enjoyable. And not only, like it says, are, you're running a business. Like, you're teaching your kids, you're teaching your spouse, you're doing something that you will make money at. This is, it's a legitimate business. We're not monkeying around. I mean, my wife and I looked at it again the other day. Like, we keep selling stuff, and it's like, that vacation fund is getting bigger and bigger. Well, that was the other thing. I came back, and then I had, eBay got, like, somebody paid the bills or something, the electricity went back on. I had more stuff going out than I did usually on Christmas. And I sent out a little thing. I'll talk about it in the second half of the show, kind of what was selling and stuff, because I promised people I would. But it's, it's the opportunity, not only the road trip, you can stop along the way. There's oh, yeah. little roadside stands things. I know Bill was down there, uh, some sort of a glass bottle type. Um, I don't know if it was a convention expo something, so I'm sure he was buying things. You know $100 bill was buying uh, People that go Disney. I mean, if you research where you're going before you get there and yeah. kind of do your, your uh, research on eBay and stuff, you can find what you're looking for. Oh, absolutely. And what's reselling from, you know, like the Apple Store when we went down to San Jose or you go to Disneyland or you go... Anywhere throughout the country. I mean, you have Dollywood in the Midwest there. You got Six Flags. You got, I mean, everything. Sports team. There's just so many things. I mean, it takes money to make money, but you're going to get it back. If if we would have planned, you know, the Apple stuff, you just kind of, you know, threw it around. If you would have went in there and said, I'm going to spend $1,000, and you would have come out, you would have sold. I mean, you probably would have made... Fifteen, sixteen hundred, like after fees and everything. Yeah, I mean, that, there's an opportunity there. You would have made, and it's not like that stuff's not going to sell. So, again, if you, you do your research, do some things, you will sell stuff. People are buying stuff on eBay, and you know why I think it kind of got hot for you. Did you not see our last episode? We asked if eBay is for sale, and I think something happened. I think what they did is they were fluffing. I think we need some numbers, people. They were fluffing their own cards. They they were kind of like. Hey, this is what's happening. They kind of threw it out there. We're getting sold. We're not getting sold. And it's like, man, people. Well, keep fluffing, man, because it's been nice. I, uh, yeah, that was the thing where people just, it's just so, it's great. And I come back with my batteries recharged and ready to go. And I mean, yeah, like you're spending money, you're on vacation and things, but usually it's just an outsource, right? And, and, I mean, you know, we had a great time. We were gambling. We were eating. We were going to Prumpy Prump. I mean, but... You were doing fun things. You were doing the... You know, you went to a concert. You know, you did some things that you'll remember. But you've got a bag full of money right here. And also, like, when we went to San Jose, that was just my brother being like, hey, go check out Apple. People buy stuff all the time. If you think of that area... Of how many headquarters are in that area? Yeah, a lot. I mean, eBay. We were talking about go buy things from those places that you can only get at those places, and people across the world. I know one of my Apple things went to Japan, right? Like, you can sell. I mean, that's the thing. You just got to uh, put your old shingle up in the uh, window that you're open for business. My cart is full. We we have break time, Adam. Are we still going? No, I think we need to take a break. I've got some, uh, just had some big E epiphany moments while we were getting into it. On the thrift, I like to go to places that we can, uh, you know, make some things happen with little damage. I would love to go to the Vegas Raiders Stadium, but I don't really want to pay the Vegas Raiders price. I hear that. You heard of this little ball club? You probably never have. 
There's this ball club down there called the UNLV Rebels. Oh, the old running Rebels. Apparently they still have a football program. Uh, last time you checked, anyway. I was, I was uh, Randall Cunningham still sort of quarterback for that squad, I believe. Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma still playing uh, fullback. Um, Jared Tark. <laughs> They're going to play a home game there at the Raiders Stadium. Now, aren't they going to eventually play all their home games there? Allegedly. Okay. I, I don't think that's going to happen until the next year, but I think we get the boys down there and we go hit up a UNLV Rebels football game to go check out the stadium. I think this is the time that if you want to come and enjoy a crab buffet. I'm, I'm getting pumped. This is where you'll get together and you'll say, but Adam, I won the golden ticket. I want a crab buffet with the boys. Hey, you know what? I, I thought about it because I looked at some prices on those Vegas seats and they are spending. Oh, yeah. I mean, Raiders have a... a Great following of fans, um, whether you're a Raiders fan or not. I, I personally have never been a huge Raiders fan, but they always are known for being loyal and uh, first year in a new place. It's going to be... It, it'll be spending. And I get it. Like, if that's your thing, if that's your guys, go do it. But not my guys, not my thing. I would love to check out the digs. And I think if we went and watched the UNLV Rebels play, I think I think that might be the best of both worlds, man. That might be the thing to do. We'll have to look into dates and times. And uh, I'll make us park at the Palms and take an Uber over, though. I'm not paying those expensive stadium prices. That's a long ways away. Not as far as you'd think. I wonder if we could get, like, a big enough vehicle for all of us. I don't think unless you're looking into short buses, there's a big enough vehicle for the whole Husky section. Speaking as, you know, founding member, but it's possible. Depends on if it's before or after the buffet. I mean, you promised a Sprinter van for quite some time. I, I agree. The uh, the daddy wagon, I think that's what Payne called it. I don't know, man. I, 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 I got in trouble with uh, some, some uh, I, I won't get into it. I need to be nice about what I say about Mike Painter, because apparently um, I could be getting him in trouble. I don't want to be doing he's that. He's sensitive. He seems like that. Good guy, man. Good guy. We need more Husky sections on here, so I don't want to offend. So, Adam, have you heard about this thing called wave accounting? Wave accounting? Help me out. Wave accounting. So it's it's fairly new. I don't know how new. Uh, but you know how I've always went with GoDaddy bookkeeping. Let me make sure I have that down right. Yeah, wave accounting. Yeah, I've heard of GoDaddy bookkeeping. This is a free version. So a lot of people ask us, what should I use? Okay, wave it, accounting is free. It's a free online base. Of course, they want to upgrade you to different things. But it even does uh, payroll, apparently, for certain companies. But um, the thing I'm interested in is the online accounting, much like GoDaddy bookkeeping, but it's uh, uh, for free. And if something's free, you know, it's usually for me. I understand that. Um, if you can work it, great. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this is just my guess. Um, it's one of those things, it's like a bait and switch. They're trying to get you in the door because they tell you it's free, and by the time you get done with it, you're, you know, $19.99 every single month. I don't know. I'm just telling you. Haven't looked into it. Just heard about it. It's uh, kind of... Hey, it's worth a shot. The new kid in town, the, the pretty girl of the dance. And, you know, sometimes I want to leave with the pretty girl of the dance. Well, you did, like, ten years ago. You still have. Theoretically speaking. Adam. Oh, I was like, I, I was already met Holly. I remember. Not so much as the paying the nine ninety nine for the GoDaddy, which is still very affordable and does a very good job. 
that this can do the same thing but for free, even better. So it's tax time. I, I know you haven't gotten to that point yet. I know you're still on the list. You're, that's why you're you know, hunting down bookkeeping softwares, trying to figure <laughs> out, like, oh, man, i got to keep track of all this stuff. Um, Vegas right down all them miles, Holly. That's right. Keep them down there. Um, that is one of the nice things now with QuickBooks Online. They do have that feature. They do have an automatic that ties in um, app mileage app that keeps track of your miles. Oh, that'd be nice. And that's a part of this pay. That's a part of the subscription. What you pay. The difference is, is your price, like most things, is higher than my price because I buy in bulk and I get a better pricing than what you would get. You're the Costco of accountants. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I was there last night picking up some of those uh, old Bobby Irvine bars you told me about. Oh, did you get some? You bet. I got two boxes there on sale. Good stuff, man. Those are, they're on sale. I'll sell you, but you best get up there. I'm down to about three left in that last box. Um, no, keeping track of your stuff for accounting. I know it's like, it's like, oh, who is this guy? Why is he telling me this? Because you know what? It really does suck. Like when you sit down and think about it, like, and if I would just do this like once a month, it wouldn't be so daunting. It wouldn't be so overwhelming. It wouldn't be like, Derek, why do we even do this? Oh, yeah. Well, I sit down there, and I'm like, okay, January 2019. What did I buy in January? Bring up credit card. Let's go through. Okay, I shipped something that day. That means I went to the post office. Okay, round trip post office. Put it in here. Uh, went shopping this day. Was this for this or that? I should have wrote better notes here. We went to Tremonton. I know we ate at Maddox's. Oh, we also went to that thrift store. Oh, here's that receipt. Yes, I do have the mileage for that. So that's what you got to do. And then you print off the sheet and hand it to Adam. And he goes, what is this? Well, and that's the nice, is, is electronic things have made, they've made life easier. You know, because now you can literally go back and look at your credit card statements, which, you know, it's funny because I started doing that better. Um, on my end, like I said, I do it with all my business stuff, but you know how you like catch things, you're like, oh yeah, remember we did sign up for that stupid, you know, I, I think we had to, I was trying to find a football program, and at that time we got kicked off of whatever it was, uh, Pac-12 Network, and I had to go back to Fox, whatever, so we had like, at one time we had Hulu, Netflix, and uh, Direct Now. And I'm like, where do we have all of those? Because we, I had, I was, I was football shopping. I had to have the game. Yeah, I had the channels find the right game. So we're like three months after the fact. I'm like, why are we still paying for that? We don't even use it. And I think that's that kind of thing just happens nowadays. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, there's a lot of subscription-based programs where yeah, you're uh, you're paying to do things. Then they're hoping that you forget that you've got the subscription because it's never yeah. you know a whole lot, but it's enough that it adds up. And if you have multiple subscriptions. It's going to add up to be a lot of money. So, yeah. And by the time we're done, I'm like, why don't we just have a, a cable anymore? Why don't we have the, you know, by the satellite? Because by the time you're doing everything. Yeah, by the time you add on two or three of those programs, yeah, you could, you could be into it. But tax time is here. Um, refunds are going out. People always ask me, like, you know, I've had people already have the money in their account. Oh, I had a, a guy at work that told me, yeah, I got my refund. I mean, some people... There's certain people that can't get it fast enough. I'm like, oh, how'd you do? Oh, I made about nine grand, he says to me. And I just about, about lost it. I'm like, I'm hoping I'm not paying. Uh, different situation, got some kids, things like that. But I'm just like, 
I just I just went negative nine grand before my Vegas trip on the furnace, and you you pop out a couple kids, and somehow you get that. Yep. And I don't think you spend that much on. I don't have kids. I don't know. I'm just guessing from what you make annually, you would be way negative if it costs nine grand a year for kids care at certain ages. I understand college and things cost money. I understand things. I'm trying not to step on toes. I think it's some sort of a, a, a scheme where you get all this money and then the, the, because what they spend it on is never really the kids. Apparently what we need to have is I think we need to get Barb on the program and she can tell me how much you cost as a teenager to raise. Well, these aren't teenagers, and it wasn't nine grand a year because Danny wasn't pulled down fifty grand. Oh, I don't know how many kids we even had there at the time. I'm trying to do the math, but certain people were born or not. But I mean, I, I doubt he was just pulled down the fifty grand they could have spent on that alone, plus expenses of housing and all that. Here's the thing: like, since I've got kind of a jaded view on. Um, our tax system. Again, I don't have kids. I don't know. I'm just looking from the outside when it's like, now we're going to Disneyland. Now we're getting a car. Now we're doing this or that because tax returns came. So it's like, well, you gave a government uh, interest-free loan. No, so. no. Here's the thing. is the kind of When you get that kind of money back, if you look at how much they actually pay in taxes, it's zero. It's absolute. They don't pay a dime in. And then the government gives them money just for being a citizen. So one thing that really chaps my hide. Oh, I've done it. You faded me again, you dirty fisherman. <laughs> chaps my hide. I'm just going to sit back and relax. Is when people say, oh, this government, oh, there's all these awful things. Most people, when I say most people, if you're making less than about $70,000, and if you have kids under the age of 17, two kids-ish, you know, 50000 you do not pay a dime in federal taxes. You pay Social Security and Medicare just like everyone else in the world, but you don't pay anything in taxes, and they actually give you money because you're an American citizen. That is how the system works. I enjoy driving on roads. I enjoy having uh, educated people, or you could call it that, so I pay for other people's kids to go to school. I enjoy having police and fire brigades. I get why I'm paying taxes. The problem is, is what you're talking about is you pay so many different kinds of taxes that you don't even know what taxes pay for what things. Your roads you pay for with your tax on your fuel that you purchased. Your firemen, um, policemen, that is paid through your real estate taxes, and it's only a small portion of what you pay. Um, your other items, oh... I'm going to go, you got me here. You got me. I got him. You bit me again. I wasn't even trying this time. Can I just tell you, like, I don't understand how government agencies, like, if they were to step back and realize run it like a real, like a business that it was their money, not other people's money, um, I just stumbled onto something today, and I, I, I can't get into too many details. Or I don't want you going to jail, Adam. This time, I'm keeping you from jail. Oh, I found a tax credit from the state of Utah that people were getting, and they didn't explain it. Like, I'm trying to do my due diligence like I do in all things. I'm trying to find out exactly how this credit is awarded, and it's a $10,000 credit for up to 10 years for up to $100,000. And if you do it right, you can double dip and get 20000 
a year for ten years. I need to get on the but I need to come get my taxes. <laughs> so imagine this: those kind of dollars. There's some strict, well, allegedly strict restrictions to get these credits, and I'm trying to find out. I'm like, whoa! So I call it the the tax commission. They didn't know. I call it the other doc, the licensing agents. They didn't know. Talk to the two. They didn't know. So then come to find out, I keep asking questions because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm trying, trying, trying. Turns to find out, and I'm going to say it because they told it to me, apparently somebody's under criminal investigation because they're claiming these credits illegally. Was that somebody in your office? No, of course it wasn't anyone in my office. I'm just not wondering. No, of course it's... I'm trying to find out how they give this credit. So allegedly what happened is the government can't keep track of things the way they need to and they're giving out tens of thousands of dollars without verifying pretty basic information. I would like at the end of the year, much like I have to present them with a, a tax form, I just like a, a, a sheet that showed, hey, this is how much you paid and here's where your money went. Yes. It's not asking too much. Well, so this whole Amazon thing came up again too with another unrelated thing. The problem is I'm sure what's going to happen is I'm on somebody's list. Oh, we're definitely on lists. I'm on somebody's bad list because I got about five things going on, and I know I'm burning the wrong people because I stick up for the little guy. That's my problem. These 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 agencies <laughs> they send these nasty things to these people and say, "Hey, you owe us ten thousand dollars. You better pay it." And I look at them like that's absolute garbage. But the problem is, is most people see these big nasty things from the government agencies, and they're like, "Well, what do we do? We we pay it, or they're going to take our house." Yeah, I mean, you don't pay it, they're going to gouge you. They're going to go to your job and cause problems. They're going to yeah, they're going to garnish my wages. Maybe put you in prison. House, and that's what happens. And a lot of the times, it's just absolutely false. They come in with this doom and gloom. And I look at the situation and say, Derek, that's absolutely wrong. I am not going to let they stick it to the man. And that's unfortunate. I, I get this, not unfortunate, but I get this passion because I feel, I hate it when people get screwed. I, I just do. And, I, and anyway, this company's being investigated for some sales tax issue, and it's Amazon's fault. Like, it is literally Amazon. And because Amazon didn't collect sales tax, now the expectation is on one of my clients that they should have been paying sales tax on things they bought online from 2016. Like, this is a huge, huge thing. And I'm like, why is the tax commission spending hundreds of hours, hundreds, to looking at best case we might owe three grand instead of the 20 that they say they owe? Well, that's where you're uh, stepping over the, the dollars to pick up dimes. Because you figure how much these agents make yeah. hourly. You're spending, you know... Be conservative. Say they're spending thirty thousand dollars to make back three thousand dollars. It just doesn't make sense. It's as Larry the Cable Guy used to say. It's like wiping before you poo. It just does not make any sense, my friend. And the government is good at that kind of a thing. But the other part of it is, uh, yeah, you have these bullies and this kind of thing. But then you have uh, Jeff Bezos, the the guy, you know, exactly. he just made ninety billion billions of dollars. And it's like, you know what? Maybe it was this person's fault. Maybe it was Amazon's fault. But they got billions. They got pennies. Why don't you just go say, "Hey, Amazon, you want to, you want to ante up for this guy? Let's just settle the score here." Uh, 
just me thinking. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, and that's uh, honestly, that's why I'm working on this other business because I forget when I get involved in the. Today was a rough day. Today was a rough day. I had two pretty big phone calls, got my blood a boiling. Um, congressman who wrote this bill, uh, I called him and I, I requested an appointment with him saying, same right, man. This, this ain't right. Like, these people are literally stealing dollars, and what are you going to do about it? And I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I just, I hate it, hate it, hate it when other people are doing things wrong, and there is zero accountability. If I do something wrong, I, you know, I'll tell you I did it wrong, and I'll try and fix it. I'll try and right my wrong. Just like when we ship items out, or when a guy, you know, harpoons a gay lord full of honey. He will be on his hands and knees trying to clean it up. If I just plugged the hole, it would have been better off. You know, he is the kind of guy that he says, you know what, I did something wrong, I, it was an accident, and I'm going to fix it. He owned up to it. Man. Not whoops, and he walks away and says, oh, I don't know who did that. I may have done that in my younger days, but not now that I'm a man. Now that you're, now that you're a working man. Well, man, I'm 40. Well, no, you're, you're pretty, you're pushing it. Well, that's what my gunny told me. Before he's starting to push back a little on you. So, I don't know, I just, yeah, I, I just I just hope that if you ever feel like the IRS or the state tax commission, like, if you feel like you're being looked at or if you have a letter or something, I'm really the guy to talk to. <laughs> Send me a copy, I'm more than happy to look at it because I like, uh, getting in people's faces and calling them out. And I had several times over the last two days saying, oh, yes, Mr. Beasley, you are absolutely correct. We should have done something differently. Communication on our part is awful. I'm like, you're damn right it is. You're damn right. And fix it. Yeah. What do you mean? How does it take me? Because I got this everybody involved, and I sent an email to each other saying, get on the damn secret freaking page. <laughs> Everyone together, and then they can't point the finger. That's exactly what I did. I put them all in the same email circle, and he says, all right, guys, you're all here. Don't tell me that you can't get a hold of each other, because I just did it. I got you together. How did I do it in a half an hour, and you bozos haven't been able to do it for two years? This is the kind of guy you want doing your taxes, folks. If, you, uh, if you're fired up and mad about it, and, or just want somebody that will fight for you, let me recommend Adam and Adam Up Accounting. Uh, we're here in the office, and he does a great job. Well, we got golden ticket winners, Adam. I'm gonna switch you off because I know I've, I've provoked you all week, anyways. I've been stirring the pot, and now I'm now I'm seeing the wrath come out. Adam, I sold stuff on eBay like it was Christmas, better than Christmas, and I figured out what I did. Well, I'd like to hear about it. And on the Instagram, I told people if they tuned in, which isn't even what you do, you download it. I would tell you. The two names, it works, it's the same. So, I think I got some secret sauce going, and maybe it's just the time of the year, maybe it's just they, they paid the light bill, maybe it's, who knows, a million things. Maybe it's I went on vacation, and they decide Derek's relaxing, we'll give him some work when he comes home. I was not only hitting the cards, because last time I said, hey, i got to do some bigger things. So, I was doing some cards on the auction, though. So, I get some cards... They give you free uh, auction listings, 500 a month for, I think, most stores, I know for me, that never get used. So I had some of these um, cards that were good cards, but not worth getting, uh, you know, graded and going through that whole process. Um, so basically, I said, you know, I'm just going to start an auction at, you know, a dollar. And if it sells, if 
I sell three or four of them, it pays for the whole pack, basically. And then I took out the good ones, and then I give some to your kids, and, and everyone's happy. So I start some auctions going, but then while I'm listing, I'm, I'm putting up some other higher price things, and I'm kind of spreading it out. I'm kind of diverse. So do you remember growing up? I'm on a Vegas kick. Do you remember the, uh, the coin game where you put in the coin, and it would have a little pusher thing, and then it would push off like quarters? So if you put in enough, it was almost like a carnival game. You'd put it in different slots, and it'd come down, and the pushers would sometimes push the coins to the edge, and every now and again, it'd push a whole lot over. You grew up in this, a gaming town. This is how I know when I speak sometimes, you glaze over. Because apparently you don't listen when I say, when I go to the nickel gates, <laughs> I play Grandpa Joe Willie Monk again. That's what it is. Okay. I'm pumping quarters in there like okay. crazy trying to get the Grandpa Joe cards because when the cards fall over, they're worth different ticket items. So, yes, I'm very familiar with what you're talking about. I have decided that eBay is that game. Oh. So you have your items, you have your base items, right? Okay. And they're building up kind of a platform of, of coinage, so to speak. Okay. When you start listing and listing different things that spread it around, or you do some auctions, so you do some different things, you're dropping different coins in different locations, and it starts pushing, and for whatever reason, things start falling off that have been sitting there for months or years. I sold a shirt the other day that I have had I know I've had it for four years. I sold it for fourteen dollars. Wow! It was a Hawaiian shirt with uh, husky dogs on it, like Eskimo husky dogs. I don't know if you can say. I think you're supposed to say Inuit. So I don't know. I don't even know what that means. It's a nice word for Eskimo. Um, but they had this. And I know I bought it back when I first started doing eBay, and I'm like, I've had this for it was fourteen dollars out of the blue. Okay. I sold uh, some floodlights that were like the old fashioned. Not um, LED type, but floodlights, old, right? Old floodlights, yeah. I sold that for like $45. I sold some things that I had from Christmas. I didn't do the walk of shame with all my toys. I sold a, a LOL doll purse thing that I bought for like $10 at Walmart during Christmas. Thought it would be a good Christmas thing. Somebody in France paid $45 for this thing. That's unreal, man. And all I can figure is I, I started listing, like we say, and I was listing in different places, different price ranges, it wasn't all sports cards. It wasn't all T-shirts. It wasn't all, you know, these things that I typically stay in. I kind of started to spread it out, and I thought, this is that Grandpa Joe, uh, whatever, coin machine, Nickelcade. What you do is, like, if you're playing the game, you, you kind of focus. Like, you have your you have your uh, ramp, and you, you put your quarters down, and they just go in one area. But what you did is you finally turned the trigger, and it went to the left. It went to the right and eventually got all the quarters, and then everything started falling. I think that's the thing. I think we get focused on one spot in one area, which is cool. You got your niche or whatever, but sometimes that just builds up all those quarters, and they won't fall over the edge. But if you put it just slightly to the side or nudge it just a different way, and it just plunks down, and you hear ka-ching, 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 and you're like, this is why I do it. Diversify. Diversify and spread it out, man. Spread it out. Try different things. If it's not selling like you'd like, Maybe retail arbitrage is getting old. Maybe you need to go thrifting or vice versa. Or maybe you're putting up too much of, you know, sports cards. Go get you some uh, T-shirts. Go find you some uh, women's uh, perfume. Go get you some uh, sports uh, memorabilia. Go get you some automobile. Th I don't know. Trendy Switch it up. Things. Go on eBay. See what's trending. Go uh, walk through a store. Just scan some things, right? Like switch up your routine a little bit. 
And not only that, you'll learn new items to look for when you're out of the thrift store. So maybe I go to Pearl and it's like, man, these t-shirts suck, and they're all Husky Club people that have holes in them. <laughs> and a lot of oil stains. But over here, look at some of this artwork. You know, this is awesome. Or you're in Vegas and you're like, okay, this is way overpriced on this stuff. But you go over and you're like, but the toys haven't been touched. Look at these plushes. You know, different things. Ooh. It's just... Some secret sauce you're, you're handing I, It's just putting the coin in, like you're saying, a different slot, a different location, a different angle. And I'm telling you, things were dropping that had been sitting there for years. I did see, I just went on the Insta and saw it. You had a, a, a box full of items to take. It was one of those orange crates. Ooh. And uh, not this season, but the last couple fourth quarters, uh, it wasn't uncommon for me to have boxes like that or bigger, maybe even two boxes, every night during that season. Yeah, you. I don't remember. You were, you were selling like crazy. And and for whatever reason, this year it's kind of dried up. And, well, and, I, and it's not just you. And that's where I kind of feel bad because I'm on the podcast. I'm like, man, I'm getting people committed to this. I have friends and family members starting to do this. And it's not selling like it was. Uh, I don't know what everyone's been doing. Some of you, I mean, you've done three, four grand. You're happy. We're good. Waddy's reaching out. He's he's happy. He's telling me some things that sells. But I'm like, it could be better. I know it could be better. It could be better. And I'd rather it be like, you know, like, man, I made six grand. Or I can't believe everything's going. And, and some of that's the Internet, different marketplaces. Some of it's eBay's doing this or that. Some of it's Amazon's doing this or that. But I'm, I'm thinking just, you know, just look. Keep your eyes peeled as as they say, you know, it's maybe it is sports cards, but instead of baseball, you're doing because I used to think you just niche down, right? And I still kind of think you have to be an expert in certain things, but maybe instead of just doing all wrestling cards, you do some football, you do some some baseball, you you learn a little bit, and when you're at the card shop with you know, your buddy Phil, you're like, hey Phil, educate me on on this. Why is this a hot card right now? Why are these Don Russ cards? What you say is the best bang for your buck, or what's the deal with this prism? Or you go to Walmart and you find the clearance things and, and you've educated yourself to say, okay, I know this is a good item that sells because I've looked into it. What's this item sitting here right by it? It's only going to take me a minute to scan it. And that might be a $50 bill right there on the shelf, but you're just so focused on getting this one item that you're, again, like the government, stepping over the old dollars to pick up the dimes. I don't want that. Well, that's why we sold fish tank filters. Yeah, I, I never thought in, in my wildest dreams that I could have bought something at Walmart for clearance pricing and then flipped it on the internet for almost six times more. And, and here's another thing. The Starbucks mugs haven't been going like they were, but I sold a Starbucks mug that I had for a year the other day. So some of the stuff is just you got to hang on to it long tail. I know we talk about are you a, uh, a fast a fast nickel or slow dime or fast nickel. Oh, I like that. And uh, there's some people that don't have the space or whatever that they want to flip and flip fast, and they'll take slow margins. And that's fine, but if you're doing that, you have to turn and burn, right? You have to have a lot of stuff. You're making a couple bucks off a thing, and you got to keep, keep that train going. you got to feed that beast. There's some people that's like, you know what? i got storage. I know this item's a little more eclectic. I know I can ask a little more, and it's going to sit there. But when the right person comes to find it, they'll pay for it. So Pop quiz. Sure. How do you spell eclectic? No clue. I don't even know what letter it starts. Does uh, it start with an E? <laughs> you said eclectic, so we go, okay, with an E. Eclectic. <laughs> I have a story about a government official that I can't get into. Um, guys in prison. I don't You're think you know this, folks. Small, 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 small. 
But I went and I was, I was interviewing for a job, and he was a nutcase, but he was uh, in with some government people who are still pretty high in office right now in our state. And he had uh, ducks and geese in his yard, and he had them in diapers, and he says, I know, I'm an eclectic man. And I thought, you're something, but uh, I'm not sure you know what you're saying. Anyways, <laughs> eclectic. I believe he's in prison now. So we've lived some lives, Adam. And we've, we've burned any government bridge that we've had today. I'm trying to think if I know who it is. I don't think you do. Um, anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you off the air. No, I think it probably got picked up here, too. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. This was, this was a driving job, and he was trying to open up a gluten-free type bakery thing oh, in the mouth of Provo Canyon. I was, I've said that when you got that much information, you can probably figure it out. If you, want to be, if you want to be an Internet detective, not hard to find. Oh man! What we got, man? Well, I gotta, I gotta get a happier moment, man. Like, I had a great last weekend. Can, can I tell you about it? Please do. I, you know, this is this is gonna bring, make me feel a lot better. Um, I've been working hard. I've been trying to figure out this whole selling items online. Um, this secondary business that I have that I've been putting a lot of time and effort into. We make a, a really unique off-road wheelchair. Uh, we've talked about it in the past. If you haven't seen it, go on our website, check it out. It's called Extreme Modus. It's been the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Um, yes, selling somebody uh, fish filters and flipping cards, yeah, that's nice to make a, a, a slow dime. But doing what I'm doing with this wheelchair has really, I don't know, it's going to change the way I look at life. Um, got some really wonderful people we've met, and... A lot of them have had different circumstances that I'm uh, totally, completely take advantage of. Um, the ability to walk is one of them. Um, the ability to communicate um, clearly and openly is uh, taken for granted. Um, had a couple friends we were able to take to the ice castles in Midway. Familiar with the ice castles in Midway? No, they are. I've never really went. Apparently, there's this thing that they go and put rebar out and take fire hoses and basically make ice water melt into ice and they make it in different shapes and it literally it looks like castles. So what you're saying is it's an ice castle. And apparently it's cost a lot of money to go walk through said ice castles. They put LED lights and they change up and for almost about $20 a pop. There was about, yeah, probably about 400 people just at this one, and you can only go in like a half-hour increments. You have to order tickets online in advance, so we're talking lots and lots of $100 bills up there. So if you live in a place that gets cold, <laughs> and it's not Utah because the corner market sounds cornered, maybe you want to start your own area ice castle. That's a great idea. Um, so it was like this company, they have six of them all over the country, and uh, they're, they're actually located here, and... Um, we had some friends. There was a girl who wanted to go last year in one of our chairs, and she was unable to, but we were able to take her this year, so we kind of set up a little event, and she wanted to go see these ice castles. It's a real cool thing. It's, you know, it's trending on Instagram and all these. It's a pretty cool place to go check out, and we were able to take them. We were able to get a group together. We went through at her, another, um, another young man with us that we walked through, but the cool thing that happened is we were up there. Oh, and my partner, Dale, he was able to take his wife. Um, again, she's a cancer survivor. 
she really has a tough time getting out because uh, it really debilitated her uh, ability to, to really walk for a long, long period of time. And she, she's not paralyzed. She can walk, but she can't walk for a long period of time. So we were able to take her up there in one of our chairs. So we had three chairs up there, and we went on ice and snow, and, and that's why wheelchairs just don't work. But while we were standing in line, this guy is walking through, and he's got a regular wheelchair, and he's pushing his mom. And Margarita, right, that's her name, very, um, she, she couldn't talk at all. She had some weird, like, genetic disease that really locked up her legs, and she just really couldn't communicate, couldn't walk, couldn't do anything. And he had a regular wheelchair, and he's going to try and push her in there. And I'm like, so he looked at us and said, man, those are awesome. And I'm like, yeah. Can I trade you? Yeah, they are. Huh? He's like, can I trade you? I'm like, no, I can't trade you, but I got one in my truck. Let me go grab it for you, and you can use it. Oh, shut up, man. No, you don't. I'm like, no, I, I really do. My name's Adam Beasley, and I drive around with a bunch of these in my truck. This is what we do. We make these chairs, and so I went and got him. And, and of course, it, timing is everything. You know, I tried. Like, I tried calling. I tried emailing. I tried LinkedIn messaging all these people so I can say, hey, we believe this is a great product. Let us get these uppers so that you guys can use them. And it just happened to be the lady who's in charge saw us when we were up there, and she saw our chairs. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been trying to get a hold of you guys to tell you about it. I've been writing about this. I've been, I've been trying to contact the right people. And she's like, well, you know, you haven't got the right person, the CFO, because it's all about money. I'm like, no, I have. And this can generate funds. I mean, people want to come here. So anyways, I was able to get this chair for this gentleman. He went, and he was able to figure out how to get his mom in this chair because she had some, again, restrictions with her legs. But anyways, they were able to go through this ice castle and have an experience as families that they haven't ever experienced before. And just for me, like literally 18 months ago, this was just a thought in my head to say, I think this is something that will help people in the future. And to see as the months go by and as the ability for the people that I work with that were actually able to make this happen, it's pretty gratifying. That's awesome, man. I'm sure, yeah, it makes you feel good, which is something when you wake up in the morning and you're actually helping people. That's not a bad place to be. I would much rather be helping people go outside, pushing them in a wheelchair and enjoying the outdoors than yelling at some government agency who doesn't care about money they're taking out of your pocket. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're doing both, because those people need to get yelled at, and those people need to get pushed around, my friend. So, you're doing a good job. Um, we appreciate you. We give you a hard time, but it's only because we like you. So, that was my feel-good moment of the week, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a pretty big, important conference for us here this next week. We're, again, trying to uh, get out there, and it's the same thing that like you're talking about. I'm, I'm trying to spread my, my ramp. I'm trying to get the coins spread out so they can all start falling over the edge at the same time. And it's, no, there is no, there is no book. Like, there is no, um, you can read whatever uh, eBay course that somebody's going to sell you online and, you know, buy my course and you'll become rich. And like, there's no way to do it unless you do it. I mean, it is, it's the get rich slow scheme that we've been talking about, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, you got you just gotta do it right. When I try to explain it to people or show, 
things. And that's the good thing is everyone can do it their own way. They have their own system. Hey, this is how Derek does it, but uh, maybe I want to ship this way, or maybe I want my handling time to be uh, same day or four day or or whatever. I I really enjoy selling, um, you know, cowboy memorabilia. I don't know what he's doing with his pro wrestling stuff. I don't know what I'm, you know, doing with my Pink Floyd uh, Beatles merchandise. Uh, you know, I, I really like YouTube. I'm not going to sell all my shirts. I'm I'm spending money to make uh, money so I can go catch them on tour or, or this kind of thing, right? I go to the ponds. Uh, stores, or I go down to uh, thrift stores, and this is what I'm looking at. So, even though Derek's in this area, I'm in that area, I sell on Amazon, or I sell on Etsy. It's all the same thing. We're just saying, you know, maybe cross-promote your stuff. Just sell stuff. That, that's really the secret, right? And and I will get into one thing, because I know we say it, and it's like this cliche thing. Death piles and taxes is absolutely real. Every year, I do taxes for people. I come in, and, you know, on a weekly basis, either someone's mom died, someone's grandma died. It just it happens all the time. And when I say, you know what, you ought to look at that stuff. Instead of taking the DI, what do you think about selling it? Well, we've talked about it. Well, how do I do it? Well, I just started doing it. Here's our podcast. Like, you won't know it. Do it until you do it. Like, everyone has stuff right now. You're listening to this podcast. You could go home and say, yes, I have this stuff sitting here. I don't really want it. I wonder if I can sell it. Everyone does. And especially when a loved one passes, like, you know, we're not um, inconsiderate. Like I said, obviously, all those things, it's a part of life. And you got to get rid of that stuff somehow. And if you want to learn how to make money doing it, you might as well. I mean, I was griping about kids a minute ago. Well, let me let me throw this to you. I listen to my boy, Clark Howard. I love Clark Howard. This is Clark Howard. And he was uh, talking about how he wants to put his 15-year-old to work, or 14-year-old, but he has to wait till he's like 16 or something in that state. So I'm sitting here thinking, man, maybe you got a death pile. Maybe you don't want to list it, but you got kids that want money. You got kids that want to do something. They already know how to use the Internet. They know how to use the phone. It's like second nature to them. You're going to get 10 grand back anyways. So put that kid to work and, you know, show them how to list. Show them, give them that opportunity. Here's grandma's stuff. You get to save whatever you get. Half of it goes to a college fund. Half of it goes to you, however you want to do it. He was talking about Roth IRAs, and there was this kid that brought it up that was 14, 15. They did the math. If he started doing a Roth at that age versus at, you know, the typical age of you're almost 40, oh, I'm going to retire, and he puts money away, the millions of dollars difference to hundreds of thousands to whatever it is that you would have if you started that younger age just, you know, saving a little money and something like that. The opportunities that are there could change your kid's life. And, uh, you know, it's just putting stuff on the Internet from Grandma's house. It's not hard work. It's it's not easy, but it's not out in, prompt, in the desert digging uh, pools. Ditch. It, it's not that. The it, sweat of my brow. And it, it's teaching them entrepreneurial skills. It's teaching them money management skills how to ship things, how to measure, how to weigh. Hey, this actually makes sense. So when I go to school, I'm paying attention to math because, you know what, cubic rates actually matter to me now. So I'm going to pay attention in, in math classes because I'm figuring out how to ship things cubically instead of by the weight or however you want to do it, right? Or, oh, this kind of interests me in history because when I'm in the, the store, I'm looking at books. Hey, something with uh, Martin Luther King, for example, sells well. I wonder why. Now I know about the man. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Teach your kids. Give them the opportunity to be their own boss. 
and make money. Imagine yourself, instead of your first job of flipping burgers at wherever that was, or... Cut the U-cut at Subway. Or shoveling whatever kind of stuff you were shoveling and peddling. If you could have had your own business... Now, granted, I get kids are little crapheads sometimes or don't want to do it, but if it's that opportunity or, hey, you can run your own business, you know, dad's only requirement is you're putting some away for college or you're putting some away for whatever, or you can go work down at Hardee's and make $750. It's a no-brainer. Here's all grandma stuff. Go through it, scan it, decide, and, and they're going to get excited because it's that treasure hunt. It's, I can't believe this sells for this or did you know Grandma's shoes are uh, Ferragamo's and they were $200 a pair? And Dad's thinking, that's where my inheritance went, you know? Or, hey, the Chanel uh, uh, perfume that Grandpa bought, you know, for Grandma that's still in the package, yeah, it sells for $300 a bottle. It's been discontinued. Stuff like that comes up, and, and you can weave through it. And, yeah, some stuff is just trash, and some stuff will just get donated. But go through and, and at least take the stuff for you and your family so that, I'm not getting rich off of your mom. Do you want me getting rich off your mom, Adam? Do you want me getting rich off your dead grandma's stuff? No. But but I am. It's at the DI. I've been doing something that I need to be formally doing. Um, had a client here the other day, and, you know, I'll get talking about stuff. We've got the nice little sticker over here. Appreciate that. I brought you some more. Uh, we're getting those reviews up, too, so it's working. I, I'm a big proponent of of teaching kids how to work. And the internet has literally changed the world. If you don't believe me, then, well, you are if you believe me because you're listening to our podcast. If you don't believe me, you're not hearing this right now. <laughs> That's right. Um, I had a, a you know, woman in here, and she had her 14-year-old son, and we got talking about it. And I did something that I'm going to start doing more of. And what I mean by that is I gave him a, a packet. Like, I just got formally on here. I printed off a worksheet so that he knows, hey, this is what I need to do. I need to keep track of when I bought it, how much I paid for it. I gave him an inventory sheet. And I told him, I'm like, kid, you can go make money. I am going to work on a packet because I feel, again, importancy of, we'll have one obviously online that you can, you know, get off as a PDF, but I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to give packets to all the adults and kids to say, Here's what you have. This is an opportunity. I don't want. I want people to get out and do it. You know what I mean? This guy today, he was. You know, we were talking about it. And he's like, you know what? I, I got a whole bunch of uh, die cast planes. I'm like, dude, look it up. And I like, you know, looked it up. I'm like, yeah, I mean, 30, 40, 50 bucks. If you know, go it's up. Yeah. So I'm gonna work on that because I 100% agree. The same thing. I told another. You know, a couple of us, you know, because they, they have 17, 18-year-old kids. I'm like, what do they want to do? And they're like, ah, we don't know. And I says, this is what I would go back and do if I were 17. You know, between my junior and senior, like, it is important for you to get a job. But I wouldn't have got a job. I would have gone to any place that was my dream job. And I would have gone to the boss and said, listen, this is what I have. I am going to be here for four weeks, for one month, and I am... I'm going to be here your best person. You do not need to pay me. I want to be here and learn as much as I can because I'm thinking about going into this in the future, and I want to be a sponge and learn as much as I can in a four-week period. And just do everything I can to learn and actually see if this is a business, if this is a career, if this is something that I'm interested in, and go learn. And if you did that, you're out your time instead of out 
four, six, eight years of going to college yeah. and not knowing what your major is, and then by that time you're six years in and think, oh man, I gotta just get that paper that says I'm smart. Like, go try something and see if you like it. Well, cause yeah, you know, I mean, I know where you're, you're coming from, because I'll talk to people who got degrees in whatever, and they're like, yeah, I got a degree in whatever field, I went and tried to get a job, I worked in it for four or five years, I hated life, so I went back to school or I went and got a different job, and, and like you're saying, if they had just tried it out to first, um, they might have found out that they hated it, and I'm I'm guessing at this point you don't hate selling online or you wouldn't be listening to us or the idea of it appeals to you or else you wouldn't have made it this far. Uh, but everyone says, I mean, and we talk about this, but they're saying, why are you doing this? Why are you telling people, aren't you afraid things are going to dry up? They're not going to be able to get this. No. I had a friend of the program, Michael Painter, who I'm more than happy to help out anytime I can. And he's asked me some things. We're talking some cards, wrestling type, kind of things, whatever. And he said, I'm sorry if I'm poaching or stepping into your area or like stealing business or whatever from you. And I was listening at the time. I took a picture of what I had in front of me and my death pile there that I was working on, which was hundreds of cards. Lots of. And I said, I'm happy to help. I'm glad other people are getting in here because I want to be a trusted area where people can come and know they're going to buy from people like us. But, and also good quantity and stuff up. There's... You're not even putting a dent in it. You're not. I'm. I'm glad that you're doing this. I'm glad that it's actually being beneficial for you. That I can help out. That that's the thing when people think, "Oh, if you do this, it's just gonna. Everyone's just gonna go do it, and it's gonna dry up." Uh, some sometimes that's true, but there's always a different thing to sell. Billions with a B live on this earth, and every area is continually getting internet, and people want things and. They don't care. Where, I mean, I'm sending stuff to Europe. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, jeans. We're talking Levi jeans. The market is astronomically huge. So, go try it. And, and yeah, maybe your iPhone cases where there's 20 billion of them and there's only 10 billion iPhones. Maybe that market's not for you. Maybe that's a little saturated. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You move around, you find different areas. And maybe you can't outprice Walmart on a, a cheap T-shirt, but you can go find that vintage T-shirt, and people can't find it, or you can go find that that card that is hard to get. Whatever. I mean, there's there's just ample opportunities, and there is so much out there. There is so much out there that we're not even going to put a dent in it. We're just saving things from the landfill at this point. And you you did you came back from Vegas on fire. You lit me, you just lit me up, you tell me what I need to do, what I should be doing, my responsibility, my accountability this next week is I am going to create some sort of package so you can say, well, what do I do with my teenage kids? I mean, what parent doesn't want that for their kid? It's, man, I, I got so many things. I mean, we're, we're running along here, we're, we're doing our thing. And here's the thing, too. Kids know what's trending. I don't know. UGO card, all these things that I think is cool, is so it's past that. They're, they're on the next trend. They know what's coming up. And if they get this to where they can actually have the money to invest, because I might have known what was cool when I was 16, but I surely couldn't afford it all when I was making doing U cuts at the subway. No. Or when I was sweeping up at the farm store. I, I couldn't do it. But now if you have that opportunity to say, I know this is cool, I'm going to invest, and then you start turning, you know, they'll learn how to turn the profit to where mom and dad might say, hey, you can't be spending all this money. <laughs> you know, you got, you got to put some, some of this money, you're paying rent now. So. You're paying your car. <laughs> ah, man. I'm, it's just there's, there's an opportunity. And, 
You know, uh, girls a lot of times don't get the same opportunity as boys traditionally is what people think. The internet has equaled that. There's so much in hair and beauty products and things. That it's just there's the doors wide open and the opportunities there for everyone, uh, no matter uh, gender, race, um, you know, preference, anything. It's an equal playing field. The only one you have to blame is yourself for not getting into it. That's really what it comes down to. And if, if it's not your thing or whatever, then then go drive an Uber. Then you're not listening to this, honestly. But like, but there's go go uh, go go start playing video games on Twitch. There's so many opportunities to make money with this uh, with the internet. And uh, going back to what Clark was saying as well, the internet's coming down in price this year. There's all sorts of different things coming down with with T-Mobile, with satellite, with a bunch of different. Um, Areas where we're going to have faster internet, more reliable internet, and cheaper internet. So it's just plenty of opportunity, my friend. I'll put a pin in that. Uh, I've got. We'll open with that. I've got a good idea that I feel like it's going to help help a lot of people. But man, you came back on fire. It was a great show, man. I had a great time, Adam. It was. It was a good thing. I appreciate you. Thanks for bringing the the, the sweltering heat of P Town back. I mean, that that definitely flamed my fire, but. Leroy, I gotta ask you, man. What are those two things? Hold on, real fast, Adam. I know we're wrapping up. Uh, t-shirts. Oh, we still have a, a couple weeks. If you need a T-shirt, get um, doing. I mean, you've heard the commercials. Get doing the the ratings. Send me over the screenshots, and I got some stickers. Still going fast, but there's three golden tickets still available to hang out with me and Adam. We gotta we gotta do something. We started with five, three left. Get that that buffet. But hey, there's two things that are certain in life, Leroy. Uh, first one would be death piles. And the other one is taxes.